Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, Commanders fans? Welcome back to another episode of Believe in Commanders show. I'm Anthony Armstrong. Got Brian Murphy down there in Georgia holding it down like he always does. Mr. Brian Murphy, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Yeah, we are inching ever closer. Depending on when you listen to this, it might already be draft day, but I'm just so excited. It's draft week at least, and uh, we're just kind of ticking away the hours. Kind of really, I'm trying to keep my week busy so I don't get caught up in like counting down the hours because I love the draft. I don't know about you. I just love the, all the dreams that are about to come true. I love what it means for the football teams that are involved and how it changes strategies and changes the landscape of the league. I'm just so pumped. So, yeah, I'm really we're, we're recording this on Tuesday, a little behind the scenes, but uh, I'm just counting down the moments till I think, what is it, 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursday for this thing to kick off. Yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern coming up in Kansas City. You know, they've started to take the draft on the road. Um, so they've they've made it more of a show. And then, frankly, I think that the um, the draft now in the past, you know, recent history has become yet another, uh, you know, mainstream event they've got trades going on left and right um big name players are moving um it's it's just another time to you know to go into the market and, and uh be able to make a trade and you know move yeah. some stuff around and you know set yourself up for a wonderful future so um i mean looking back at some of the most important things that have happened i say most important trades i should say a lot of it is is, is right around quarterbacks you know what's mm-hmm. a position that teams are willing to make a risk for um some of them are you know top-notch receivers i mean think about aj brown uh w- was traded last year but either way i i'm willing to bet i know there's going to be some trades in this upcoming draft and um there's some news that's happened recently uh, in, in NFL circles. We'll talk about that shortly, but first we got to hear about our sponsor. We're going to hear from those folks over there at Bet Online. Mr. Brian Murphy, give them uh, what they need to know about Bet Online. Yeah, Bet Online is, is and remains your number one source for all of your sports info, specifically basketball, specifically NFL draft, NHL playoffs, the MLB, all of that. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's playoffs, whether it be basketball or hockey. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered from all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL, UFC, boxing, even NFL draft prop bets. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. So grab your laptop, grab your iPad, grab your phone, head to the website today, betonline.ag. And get in the action. Be sure to use our promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's BLEAV to get that bonus. You're going to put in however much money you want to put in, and it's going to give you half of that right back to use towards these bets. So, uh, some free money there, which is always a good thing. And don't forget that bet online where the game starts. Like, what I enjoy the most is that there's players that get moved mm-hmm. now. And you know, growing up in the uh, growing up back in the day, you know that didn't happen. Only trades that happened on draft day were small. I mean, I know the Cowboys. This is another one that came up years and years ago. A lot of the listeners may not be old enough for this one. Back in, I want to say, was it ninety one? Cowboys traded Herschel Walker to the yeah. Minnesota Vikings for a haul of draft picks that basically 
set off the uh, Cowboys dynasty that they yep. had early on. So being smart with your draft picks uh, and, and, you know, either a getting key players or drafting key players is, is really going to be um, really going to be exciting. It's really going to be important just to build your team. But let's talk about some players. Yeah. That may get traded today or yes. during the draft Thursday, more specifically. Yeah, so I, I think we, we've talked a little bit about how the NFL draft slowly looks like it's moving towards like an NBA model where guys are getting dealt left and right or, you know, getting drafted and then switching teams, you know, after a trade goes down. Um, but, but I saw a good list of guys that have been rumored to be traded, um, a few different positions, a couple quarterbacks in there. And I thought we could go down and say whether or not we think these guys get traded um, on or let's just say on or around draft night. And, and what we think might happen with these guys. So I've got four quarterbacks here. Um, let, let's go position-wise, okay? So quarterbacks here. Here's what I've got. Lamar Jackson, Trey Lance, Ryan Tannehill, Zach Wilson. All for a variety of reasons. Those four guys have been linked to um, trade possibilities, um, contracts, all that sort of stuff. Which of those guys stand out to you, and which of those come Thursday night could you see being traded as part of a draft day deal? At this time, uh, none of none of them, none okay. of them, they none of them jump out as a you know draft day trade, especially number one since Lamar Jackson did get o- Odell Beckham. You have to yeah. think that he's going to be staying in Baltimore. Um, I know he wants to go get D Hop, and and that's a name that will come up a little bit later. But I don't think they're going to be trading Lamar right now. I think I think they're trying to appease him, keep him in the building, and use use their assets to the to to improve that team and improve that relationship um you bump down to trey lance coming off of a major injury you know would you make a trade for him I, that, that that one's a light possibility for a team that wants to be patient uh and think something down the line you know like okay you get healthy and then you'll be in the mix um and still on a rookie contract similar with zach wilson um but mm-hmm. you almost feel like Whatever he went through last season was so um, – I, I just feel like that was a tough season on him, and he probably definitely need, needs a year to kind of sit back uh, and, and really learn from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think that absolutely. for the Jets, they should, they should keep him. Uh, yeah. Keep him, keep Zach Wilson, and allow him to grow and mature behind Aaron Rodgers. Learn how he does some things, um, and then learn how to be a pro. Because uh, New York is not an easy city to go and play in. No. You, you take a lot on your shoulders. And the last one is Ryan Tannehill. Um, if that trade does happen, I mean, it, it's not going to really. I don't think it's going to be a big trade. I don't think it's going to be something that moves the needle. Um, it's just a transaction that happens um, so that they can move a player if they want to move forward. With somebody else but um yeah none of, none of them really jump out as big trades i don't think any big names are going to move at the quarterback position yeah the madden fan in me wants to see lamar jackson traded on draft day and totally shake up the entire first round but yeah i don't <laughs> think that that's happening yeah lance and wilson are two bigger projects right now for a team to to make that kind of move um Tannehill, i could see happening but i think i saw somewhere that he's going to cost like 30 something million next year Ooh. and is he really a big enough upgrade for a team to go and make a major deal for i'm mm-hmm. kind of with you i think that's one that you know the chips may fall where they where they may and then later on uh, you know a team makes a deal that way but yeah i'm kind of with you i i would be sort of shocked if any of those quarterbacks got moved as a big time deal 
Uh, running back and wide receiver is where I think it could get juicy, and I think that we could see some some things happen. Um, these are, and these are some legitimate names, like Pro Bowl caliber, caliber players, if not all pro guys. Um, so let's just kind of group these together. Um, running backs and wide receivers. These are names everybody knows. Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, as far as running backs. You already briefly mentioned DeAndre Hopkins, the wide receiver, and Jerry Judy, the receiver from the Broncos. So of those five guys, all studs, all potential to be studs, which do you see of these position playmaker types that could be traded on draft day from those five there? Eckler, Cook, Henry, Hopkins, Judy. Definitely think DeAndre Hopkins is in play. I think mm-hmm. that's the first one. Um, a team that wants to, you know, obviously uh, Arizona would be that team, um, trying to t- trying to move him, see if they can get an extra pick or two. Um, and we mentioned Baltimore being a place that, that they uh, – Lamar wants DeAndre Hopkins there in Baltimore. So that would be my first place to circle. Um, another name that's pretty interesting on that list, Derrick Henry is one um, – just because he's probably the biggest name on that list, mm-hmm. you know, for him to be running around here without a team or soon to, you know, basically being out of, being out of, out of Tennessee. Um, I feel like, you know, he, he's He's going to be somebody that gets picked up and, and that's going to be a trade that happens. AJ Brown's already calling for that to happen. You know, AJ yeah. Brown really wants, uh, Derrick Henry yeah. to be there in Philly, and that would be nasty, man. I don't, I don't want that to happen. I, I have a, I have a bad, bad feeling that speaking of the Eagles, that they end up with one of these three guys in Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, or Dalvin Cook, or one of those three, or Bajan Robinson. I just have a terrible sinking feeling <laughs> that they're going to get a stud running back out of this, and it's going to make me so frustrated that I'm not even going to be able to celebrate the Commanders' pick. Um, don't but let yeah. don't let them rain on your parade. No, I know, but uh, this just seems like what the Eagles do. They just get better, even though they've lost a bunch of names. It's like they're going to bring in a guy like this. Um, yeah. That makes me think that one of these guys is going to get moved. I, I think the Titans have said they haven't actively, sh- you know, talked about Derrick Henry. Austin Eckler is basically asked out, and I think Dalvin Cook's like a money thing for the Vikings. Yeah. I I'd be willing to bet, you know, if I was going to bet online, this there was a there was a bet for this. I would be willing to bet that one of these three running backs gets traded. They're too good, and they have too much left in the tank for a team not to get enticed by that and, and make some sort of move. I think it'll be similar to the AJ Brown deal last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think one of these guys, one of these studs, is is on a different team come the end of the weekend. Yeah, a lot of a lot of playmakers and difference makers at this at this group of players. So. These names are something that people will really consider. Um, I mean, I'm I'm interested. I, I would think a couple of other NFC East teams could be in play. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we mentioned Philly. I think Dallas could be in play for a couple of those spots. But <sighs> I don't I don't think the Commanders are in play for no. any of those players. Though. Yeah, I don't think they have the money to do it. I think that they're in a, a weird spot at 16. Like to is that is that high enough for a team to want to move up there? for a premier player like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that the commanders would, although I would love some Austin Eckler. I think that that guy can, uh, he's like a, basically a running back and wide receiver in one. So if he was really that upset, um, could you find a way to get him in, sign me up? But uh, yeah, I don't think the commanders will be in play, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me with the Cowboys Zeke being gone. Do they go, do they, does Jerry see a shiny toy there that he wants to go get to add to that backfield with Tony Pollard? Yeah. Uh, Wouldn't surprise me. 
Yeah, Derrick Henry would be um, scary as well mm-hmm. over there. And he's just a big human being, right? Like yeah. business decisions are made whenever Derrick Henry is running the ball right at you. Uh, I don't think he tries to avoid uh, contact. He wants to run right through you. But let's work. Let's talk about some some uh, some big uglies. At, at yeah. least a couple of them. One on the offensive side. One on the defensive side. Offensive tackle Jonah Williams is a name that that you've written down. And Ed Oliver. Mm-hmm. A defensive tackle uh, out of Buffalo. Those yeah. are a couple of the names now. Uh, commanders wise, I I could you know I don't know what the price tag is for Jonah Williams and and, and kind of how he's looked, but uh, young player in the league and yeah, obviously yeah. got some experience. But do you try to go there? You know, is that something that you want to do? Try to try to improve. Uh, at that at the offensive tackle, or you know, I guess if you trade for it, you're gonna say, "Hey, I need you to be the guy." You're not gonna mm-hmm. trade for him um, and do a, a comp- competition with Charles Leno. So, uh, but I think Jonah Williams would be interesting to the to the Commanders. Yeah, and uh, this is where you kind of get to the point. Like, do do you want a second round pick who is a big question mark who might have some good traits, or do you want a guy like Jonah Williams who? has done it, who has been productive on one of the better offenses in the league, I'm going to sign up for the veteran in that situation. And so I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to think long and hard. If they're willing to go second or third round pick, how could you not, you know, fill an immediate need um, and bypass that draft pick? Yeah, because I mean, let's say let's say Jonah Williams is available for it too, just hypothetically, Um, and Washington's like, we'll do that deal. Um, that means 16 is all over. Got to have DB written all over. Yes. Right. Exactly. Got to have DB written all over it. And, um, you know, you don't always get, you know, a, a rookie that's going to come in, especially at, at a position like tackle, that's just going to really change the game for you. Um, and if, and frankly, if, if, if that, that guy wouldn't be available that high anyways, right. or that late anyways, right. if there's that guy out there. So, um, other guy, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver is an interesting player. Dominating D tackle, makes a lot of plays. He's a country boy. He's from Houston. Uh, rides horses and all that fun right. stuff. Um, hell, I think he may be in play for Dallas if they if they be. wanted to make a trade because they need they need to get somebody on the inside a, a, a bigger body. Uh, yeah. I wonder if Ed Oliver could could pique the interest of the Cowboys. Yeah, that's not a bad connecting the dots there. I think we mentioned um, we mentioned another defensive tackle potentially going to the Cowboys just because that's kind of what they're they're missing. Oh, maybe Jalen Carter. We we said that, that was could be a crazy spot for him to end up. But yeah, yes, that that man. makes a whole lot of sense. I always think about for some reason I always picture Texas guys somehow returning back to the Cowboys. So a guy from Houston, I, I know that's not Dallas, right? But uh, you know he ends up back with the Cowboys. That does make a lot of sense. Um, this was a guy that like at one point in college was considered like a shoe in for like the first overall pick. I mean, he slipped down to number nine to the, to the bills. Uh, yeah. He's a, he's a solid player. He's only 25 years old, which is mm-hmm. crazy. He won't turn 26 until December. So uh, I feel like you're getting like almost a rookie still in that, that regard. So that would be quite the, quite the move for a team to pick him up, get a, get a solid player like that. Yeah, really, really would be. And I mean, outside of Jalen Carter, I mean, there's some good players in the draft, but you got to think that Ed Oliver is going to be, if if Jalen Carter was one, 
Ed, Ed Oliver's got to be number two. And then I think you're taking into the taking into account contract. You're taking into account age. And, and I'm using this loosely because he's only 25. So mm-hmm. he, he's a baby. He's a little young fella. Yeah. Um, here's another name right up there in Baltimore. Linebacker Patrick Queen. Yeah. I think Which you got to intrigued to see why, why he's on there. I would think that because they signed or they traded for Roquan Smith last year, and then I think they they inked up uh, Roquan as one of the highest paid linebackers ever, yeah. if not the highest paid. Um, you you got to think maybe that they're willing to look elsewhere, maybe get younger. Even though Patrick Queen's only been in the league a, a few years, a couple of years yeah, he's of that, young anyways. Um, yeah, I, I I thought this one was interesting uh, that was on there. But I could see a team, you know, who might be a linebacker away, <coughs> Commanders, to, yeah. uh, to go make a move like this for a young guy again who's only 23 years old. Um, you know, wouldn't be a bad pickup for a guy that's been on some solid defenses. We talk about how the Ravens always find guys in the draft, so that's probably why they're like, "Oh, we can get rid of this guy because we know we're going to find another gem um, come this weekend." So that would be an interesting one, and I could see a team certainly talking themselves into a young guy that that has certainly got a a, a big upside. Yep, him him in there. Add, add Patrick Queen in that potential commander list, and another linebacker that's not on this list, but uh, Devin White. Out of, yeah. uh, from Tampa Bay, we we both texted each other after the fact on our previous mock draft episode. If you're not having listened, go back and take a listen. We did a couple of them. We had a trade proposed uh, from the Buccaneers, yeah, uh, to move from 16 to 19. And after the fact, uh, we we both thought about it. Man, we could have included Devin White in that trade. Yeah, and you know. Uh, frankly, it may have looked something like that Aaron Rodgers compensation where you kind of swap picks, swap a player, a couple late round picks and uh, everybody's happy. So uh, add Devin White in that mix. I think, you know, trying to address one of those positions in in a trade during the draft is just as good or if not better than a draft pick. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to add him to it. And especially, you know, maybe you don't even make a trade with the, the Bucks as far as the draft, but let's say the commanders fall back a few picks to the early twenties or whatever, could they then take one of those extra picks they got and try to entice, you know, Tampa Bay for Devin white, not necessarily even losing your first round pick or anything like that. So, yeah, I think that that, that's something they should be exploring. I don't know if they will. It doesn't seem like they are thinking the same way we are, but uh, man, I would love to see a a stud linebacker come in and, and be an unexpected draft pickup, even though it's via trade. Yeah, exactly. And, and then the last one, I think I think you've tied them to the Eagles. I think just about everybody has tied them to the Eagles, but Buda Baker uh, safety has made it known that he, uh, once out of Arizona, was definitely not involved in the Arizona Cardinals, uh, New Jersey's, uh, the unveiling there. So you got to think that he is not in their long-term solution. But uh, again, a young a young player who is still, I believe, on his rookie. Co- no, he might not be. Maybe not Buda Baker. But anyway, a young player that uh, could definitely be a difference maker could be available. Uh, what, do, what do you think about Buda Baker? He's he's made some plays. He's definitely made some plays. You think he's going to be a playmaker on your defense? And um, yeah, a lot of signs. Sign not a lot of signs point and direct him to Philly. Um, you know, is he a Washington player? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think um, so either. Just because you do have Cam Curl coming up down the line, um, who's gonna who who deserves to get a, a paycheck. Um, so to bring in another big safety, because I mean, you got to think Washington 
didn't do anything with the Jesse Bates, you know, and he ended up going down to Atlanta. I think he's got a big bag down there as well. So um, you got one in house, you got one in house at safety and and I'm sure it could be enticing to, to, to see what a Buddha Baker would, would uh, cost you. Um, I don't think that that's a trade that they make, but it it would be interesting to see him get, get traded. Um, I mean, right now out of this list of people, we've tied a couple, at least two to the Eagles. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah. I hate it, but I, that's the I kind of, those are the kind of moves that they make. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to tip your cap. I mean, did we think AJ Brown was going to end up there? And then now it's like, oh, that made a perfect sense. So some of these these things that feel like smoke end up turning into fire. And yeah, I wouldn't be shocked at all to see the Eagles go get it. So uh, maybe it's these guys, maybe it's other guys. I, I want your prediction on draft night, specifically Thursday night, first round picks involved. How many players get traded? Uh, before the end of the first round? Mm, My first thought was to say three. My first thought was to say three. I feel like that's a little high, but I I would end up putting the over-under at two and a half. Mm -hmm. Me too. I think it's a good good number. Yeah, because I think it could be three. Um, Not sure who that third would be, but definitely two. I'm going to still ride on the high side. I'm going to go with three. I, I was thinking too. I think it's going to be similar to last year, but I am intrigued. I feel like there are so many different ways this first round could go to where to where a team could talk themselves into what we're saying is is veteran X better than the question mark I'm getting in rookie Y, and do I just go ahead and trade that draft pick for a guy I know what they can do, or do I roll the dice knowing that I'm tying myself to this guy for five plus years, not fully knowing what I'm getting from him? I think it's. I think some teams could talk themselves into uh, pulling off some deals, and I think it'll make it really, really fun. Oh, absolutely! If you think about teams that, I mean, some teams that may have a coach who's who's kind of on the way out, and they're willing to roll the dice a little bit more to to get what they need. You know what I mean? To mm-hmm. to to make that jump because I mean, hey, if I'm going to get fired anyways, I might as well. Hey, whatever. Yeah, might as well down on my way out. Yeah, right. I mean, do what I got to do. Yeah. Uh, to build this team up as best I can. Look, part of me, like, I, I want the success of the commanders long term, but part of me wouldn't mind Ron Rivera thinking a little bit in that way. Like, don't be reckless, but go get a guy or two. You were you were one or two wins away from going to the playoffs. I know that's that doesn't mean anything in a new season's a blank slate, but I wouldn't mind Ron Rivera being like, you know what? I am going to make a trade here. I am going to go for it, knowing that I kind of am playing with house money anyway. Uh, I wouldn't hate it as we we relate it back to the commanders. But, yeah, I'm with you. I think that there are some teams that could talk themselves into something. Uh, but that, that's what makes the draft awesome. That's why this this league never sleeps. And whether or not the commanders pick at 16, 22, trade out of the first round altogether, we'll be covering it. Uh, we'll recap the, the, the first round on Friday at some point. Um, we'll be doing something with Joe DeLeon uh, whenever the commanders do pick. We hope they do pick for – for commander's sakes and, and and for our sakes. But when they do pick, we'll be doing something live that'll be on all the Believe channels and all that. So uh, we're just getting started. We're, we're close to Thursday, but that, that doesn't mean that once Thursday comes, it's all over. We got a lot more stuff to cover, uh, and I can't wait. Yes, indeed. The draft is here, y'all. It's exciting. I, I'll uh, Later on, I'll tell my little draft day story. Um, but the draft is an exciting time. I mean, you, you do really get to see people's dreams uh, get 
fulfilled and at least the first part of it because now you got to get on the field and get in the mm-hmm. facility but uh it's an exciting time I, I love the way that the nfl has has built up the draft now and it's exciting that's in kansas city i'll ask you this brief question if the draft makes its way to your city would you go yes 100%. you would definitely yeah 100 yeah uh, I, it, I wouldn't go. uh you would or would not i don't want to go okay all right well i i say that because uh the the super bowl was here when the Rams played the Patriots and I didn't go to the game, obviously, but uh, they had some cool events around the city and stuff like that. So it was just kind of fun to go see different people. And I got to see a couple of, you know, former greats that were doing like media hits. So I, mm-hmm. I imagine it's going to be similar to that uh, in your city. So I just think it would be kind of fun to go see what's going on. I don't know that I'd be out there at draft night. I feel like it would be too crazy, but at least go see some of the festivities that go on around it. Yeah, the NFL experience and like that, those would all be good. But either way, folks, let us know on Twitter. I I saw a couple folks hit us up, shared their mock draft with us. We appreciate that interaction. Hit us up on Twitter. Tell us where. I I don't even know if the league has decided where the next few drafts are, but let us know where the draft should go to. Where where, where would be some good destinations, you know, Um, make it an event, you know, make it an event. Either way, check us out, folks, on all social media platforms, well, at least a couple of them, Twitter, Instagram, and now we're on TikTok. TikTok. We're on TikTok. Shout out to our social media uh, uh, manager holding it down for us over there. And also check us out on all these different streaming platforms. You got TuneIn Radio, SiriusXM. You got Stadium. We're also on Believe TV now. We have a few different uh, Believe TV and Believe Football TV channels there. You got to look good. Got to start doing makeup before these. Yeah, man. Got to get a good foundation, right? Get a good something, good powder, take away that shine. And of course, no, but check would, us out over there. Yes. And of course, it, it all wouldn't be possible without betonline.ag. Go use our code BLEAV. Some draft props coming up. Obviously, MLB, NHL, NBA, all of that good stuff going on. So check all of them out. And uh, we appreciate them bringing the show every single time, every single show that we've done this week and beyond. Uh, we thank the guys at Bet Online. So we, we are excited. We'll talk to you when we talk to you. Who knows when, when a major trade will go down or big news will drop about a team moving up just before the draft. But we'll be on top of it. Thanks for following along, and uh, we're excited to talk to you and then see who the commanders come up with when this, this whole weekend that is the NFL draft is over. Yes, indeed. So keep it locked with us, folks. We'll see you on the next episode. I'm Anthony Armstrong for Brian Murphy. I'll see you guys on the next episode of Believe in Commanders. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.